0: Session 361, Chapter 3, Verse 26. الْمُلْكِ الْمُلْكَ مَنْ تَشَاءُ الْمُلْكَ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ Say, O oh God, Master of all dominion, you give dominion to whom you will, and extract dominion from whom you will, and you honor whom you will, and abase whom you will. In your hand is all good. Surely you have full power over everything. Chapter 3, verse 26. Let's start with the phrase, Master of All Dominion, translated from the Arabic origin, Malik al Mulk. The word mulk, which means ownership or control, has a couple of variations. Milk refers to personal belongings, such as the clothes, Books and phones you own. Mulk, on the other hand, refers to the property of those who hire or rule people. In fact, everything you see around you falls under the dominion of Mulk, or the observed world. There is another dominion that is hidden from us, which we call the dominion of Malakut. So, to review, there are three levels of dominion or ownership. The first level is personal melk which applies to the simplest things a person may own. Then there is a larger mulk, which refers to the property of figures of authority and of those who have people working for them. Lastly, there is malakut, which is a vast world beyond what we see. Listen to God's words as he revealed to Abraham, peace be upon him, some of his hidden dominions. Thus we showed Abraham the visible, and invisible dominions of the heaven and the earth, that he could be among those who believe. Chapter 6, verse 75 Allah wanted Abraham to see the malakut of the heavens and the earth, including the parts hidden from our eyes. Along with these three levels of ownership come three levels of owners. A person who has, Melk, is called Malik, Malik is the lowest level of ownership, because you can be called Malik even if your only possession in life is the shirt on your back. As for a person who has people working under him or her, in other words, he has mulk, he or she is called Malik. Malik is the same Arabic word used for king. It is the highest level a human can attain. In the divine realm, God is the one who owns every owner and king. He is the master of all dominion. Malik al-Mulk It is interesting to note that God, the Exalted, the Almighty, used the word Malik to describe himself on the Day of Judgment. When you recite the fourth verse of Al-Fatiha in your prayers, you say, Malik yum al-Din. Malik, if you recall, is the lowest level of ownership. Why would Allah use Malik to describe Himself on that day? We answer that on the Day of Judgment, no one except God Almighty owns anything at all. You will not have any possessions, not even a grain of sand. In fact, you will not even have control over your limbs. God is the one and only owner, so the word Malik is sufficient. It is the strongest expression of God's exclusive rule. Listen to the following verse. The day when they will come forth, and when not one thing about them will be hidden from God. To whom does the kingdom belong today? To God, the One, the Conqueror. Chapter 40, verse 16 And in another chapter. On that day we shall seal up their mouths, but their hands will speak to us, and their feet bear witness to everything they have done. Chapter 36, Verse 65 The verse continues, Say, O God, Master of all dominion, You give dominion to whom you will, and extract dominion from who you will. You should never think that anyone has any rule over God's creation without His will. No one takes a grain of sand forcefully from the Almighty. But when a tyrant assumes power, people mistakenly think that matters are outside God's will. They wonder, how can God allow such a thing to happen? We answer that Allah is best aware of His creation, so He appoints rulers based on their condition. When people turn away from God's teachings, He appoints an unjust ruler over them. God says, In the like manner do we let some of the unjust have power over one another because of their wrongful deeds. Chapter 6, verse 29 Allah puts the oppressor in charge of the unjust. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, narrated to us, God the exalted, the glorious, will fold the heavens on the day of judgment and then place them on his right hand and say, I am the king. Where are the tyrants today? And where are the arrogant today? Now we turn our attention to the word, O God, translated from the Arabic origin, Allahumma. The word Allah is full of linguistic wonders. The Qur'an descended from the heavens in Arabic. The Arabs at the time were known for their eloquence and superb mastery of the language. Interestingly, the word of majesty, Allah, had a very distinguished position in the Arabic language well before the advent of Islam. Let me explain. In Arabic, the preposition used to call on someone is Ya. For example, if you wanted to call your son into the room, you would say Ya, Hassan, come here. It is equivalent to the English Hey or Oh. The preposition Ya. Can be used to call on someone as long as the name is not preceded by the definite article Al. You can use Ya to call on Omar, but you cannot use it to call on the policeman or the neighbor. Any noun preceded by the definite article Al cannot be joined with Ya. The only exception in the Arabic language is the word of majesty Allah. You can always call on God and say Ya Allah. It is also important to note that the preposition ya is used to call someone who is far or not present with you. Thus, it is not proper to use it to supplicate Allah, because He is with you all the time. Allah teaches us to supplicate Him by Allahumma. The preposition ya is omitted and replaced by the letter m, meme, at the end of the word. This letter adds a sense of love and closeness to the call. In the Arabic language, God alone is the one summoned without using the vocative preposition Ya. Lastly, the only word that accepts the letter Ta before it as the article of an oath is the word Allah. Hence, you can say Tallah to make an oath, but you cannot use Ta with any other word. All these linguistic honors to the word Allah were bestowed well before the advent of Islam. Even the pagans who denied God gave the name of the Almighty a special status. The Messenger said, My Lord, my people treat this Quran as something to be ignored. Chapter 25, verse 30. Do not abandon God's book. Please take a moment to subscribe and to share with your family and friends visit us at www.qurangarden.com.